2: Hello and welcome to episode number 7 of Mysteries of the Unexplained. This week I am your host, William O'Hanlon, and beside me I have another girl, and her name is... Noreen. Hello Noreen. Noreen's filling in for Annie this week.
3: (laughs) Annie's gone to the hospital. (laughs)
2: To finally get what she needs corrected, corrected. And we're <laughs> delighted for you guys for putting in the few Euros to help her achieve this goal. And best of luck to you Annie if you're listening, girl.
3: I hope she's going to be okay now. She's a very delicate creature, you know. She's very sensitive.
2: Oh, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. She's got a brass neck on her <laughs> that's as tick. <laughs> that one Now, Annie, we have to start off the show by first saying thank you to our new Patreon subscriber, Alex Maloney. Thank you, Alex.
3: Thank you, Alex, especially in these hard times. We know that everybody, even Annie, had a hard time getting accepted at the hospital because she can't pay for anything these days. But you are helping us out by giving us the price of an STI check.
2: Oh Jesus Christ. You <laughs> must get them at a discount, Annie, do you? you go in so often?
3: I'm there so often now that yeah, like if you if you get more than twelve a year, mm. they give it they give you a group discount, so it's cool.
2: Bulk, bulk kind of um <laughs> bulk discount type vibe, is it? Buy one,
3: get one free. <laughs> yeah, what is hell?
2: and uh also we have a lovely new review, Annie. Oh. And the title of this review is Absolutely amazing. 5 stars. Wow.
3: Oh, oh, it made for my review.
2: It may sound a bit dramatic, but I did not realize anything was missing from my podcast lineup until I started listening to this one. I was not prepared for the energy that Annie and Will bring, and I am here for it. Their chemistry is wonderful. I went on a binge, had withdrawals, and swiftly signed up to their Patreon, and that is from Misty Mumbles. Thank you
3: misty mumbles another great porn slash drag name i i think i need to change my name up in here like annie g is not giving me any like porn vibes misty mumbles brilliant name thanks so much thanks for my review i do try to bring energy every week sometimes it's like flogging a fucking dead horse with the corpse that's on the other end of the line but misty we do our best and we really appreciate your review and we're here for you girl
2: Misty thank you for my review um, Sometimes it's like speaking to a child Who um, gets distracted by shiny objects um, And has uh, a giggling problem uh, But listen I get through it And I try to deliver it every week to you Okay thank you Misty Mumbles Now, wrong with
3: the motherfucking story bitch Don't
2: rush me bitch Don't rush me Don't you dare now and we'll get into our story this week um, <laughs> which is a bit of a head turner <laughs> 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 In nineteen eighty <laughs> Excuse me bitch you better sit down and turn off your mic, bitch. <laughs> In 1988, a recently divorced mother by the name of Jackie Hernandez moved into a rented bungalow at 593 West 11th Street, San Pedro, California. Jackie was going through one of the most difficult times of her life. Being a mother to a demanding toddler and heavily pregnant, Jackie was also going through a tiring divorce. The move to 593 West 11th Street, San Pedro was supposed to be a fresh start. But after a number of days, Jackie began to tell friends and neighbours she felt as if she was being watched and a general feeling of unease and anxiety filled her at night. Jackie spoke of fast moving shadows that could be tricks of light, that feeling when you notice something in your peripheral vision that disappears and leaves you perplexed. But this was on a different level. It was constant. As time went on, objects would go missing and reappear somewhere else in the house. Or not turn up at all. Then unpleasant smells faded in and out, followed by knocking and raps on the walls and ceilings.
3: Mmm, mommy, I don't, I don't like this story.
2: Go to get you, Jackie. Oh,
3: Fog. Oh, you didn't give me the demon, the demon warning.
2: I'm after doing a fart in your sitting room, Jackie girl. <laughs>
3: There is a fishy smell emanating from the lavatory.
2: <laughs> Maybe it was just like a really unhygienic, rotten ghost going around like farting, like just being like meh, and banging yeah, into like things because he was drunk. A,
3: a B.O. ghost. Oh, that'd yeah. be the worst kind. Yeah, it would that be. That smell a Will's armpit off it. Continue.
2: Jackie Hernandez reported that these experiences were possibly nothing more than tricks of her mind. The new environment and stressful period in her life may have heightened her nerves, she told friends. Nonetheless, she still felt that something may be off. It wasn't until one evening when she was watching television that her inklings would be validated. Jackie witnessed a pencil holder levitate and launch towards her as if it had been thrown by an invisible person. This terrified Jackie Hernandez so much that she grabbed her son and fled the house, arriving at a neighbor's house in sheer panic and even reported the incident to the police. Mm. The realization slowly set in that Jackie would have to return to the house to sleep that night. This was only the beginning echo on it.
3: Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us.
2: Some uneventful days went by and an initially sceptical friend, Susan Castandia, joined Jackie in her house for dinner one evening and reported the following.
3: It was most peculiar. We were having a gorgeous meal with suddenly a painting in the room suddenly fell to the floor. Then another one fell in the hall. When we went to fix the painting in the hall, We realised that it hadn't only moved, it had moved about seven feet down the hall. Another time I saw a lamp floating in the air before dropping on the floor right in front of me. I got the hell out of there as fast as I could.
2: With these experiences being witnessed by her friend, Jackie felt a sense of relief that she wasn't losing her mind. Soon, Jackie gave birth to her second child, Samantha Hernandez. And as baby Samantha grew, so did the activity. One evening, while Jackie did chores around the house, she noticed a red blood-like liquid oozing from the walls and cracks in the kitchen. Oh, bitch. Oozing, bitch.
3: Ghost has got a heavy
2: flow. What would you do if the ceiling was leaking? Well, investigate, of course. Thinking that a pipe had burst, Jackie climbed up a ladder into the attic. Raising her head into the attic... It was pitch black. She listened for the sound of running water or a dripping noise. Nothing. Switching on her flashlight she climbed further into the attic. That is when Jackie witnessed the most terrifying encounter she has reported. After shining her flashlight around the mostly bare attic she noticed something unusual that she couldn't identify. What was it she thought to herself. Slowly the object moved and rotated. Revealing a severed head with the face of an old man It stared right at her and moved rapidly towards her Jackie fell backwards and refused to enter the attic again Oh Jackie bitch go to get your beard woo Holy
3: mother of God I would have done a backflip down the hole out of the attic Tumbled down the stairs, ran out the door Left the child there and never had gone back to that Fuck that shit
2: I'd say it would have sent you into like a cart- cartwheel flip and <laughs> you would have just, like, it would have been perpetual and then you wouldn't have been able to stop and then you would have just ended up in the circus. <laughs> uh, i tell you one thing.
3: I would have ended up somewhere. Like, I wouldn't live mm. a normal life after that. I'd be carted no. off somewhere. Like, how could you ever get back to normality after seeing something like that? Like, you wouldn't. I'd be like... Whoop, boop, 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 boop,
2: boop. You, you would be... Um, You'd leave the child for starters and then I could imagine you just Absolutely. being like going to try rent other places and be like, has it got a flat roof? Has it got a flat roof? <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, no ma'am, it, no ma'am, it's actually a pitched roof. Don't want to take it back. You, and you would have developed an American accent as well. But you would have been Absolutely. like, looking for something with a flat roof, anything with a flat roof. And they would have been like, here comes flat roof lady. <laughs>
3: I would, I'd end up living in a trailer park Because they have flat roofs I probably would have thrown the child at it For i just throw the child at it As a sacrifice And hope that it wouldn't Come after me
2: Yeah And then you probably Would have been like Going into like uh, Real estate agents And stuff And be like Looking for something With a flat roof Like my ass <laughs> oh, Like witch. my ass Don't
3: you fucking <laughs> Press on that nerve bitch I've been doing my squats I'd like to remind <laughs> listeners That me and Will for so years decided to As a fellow flat arser I can say this We were both, arser, we were I can, both I can going to grow an as a fellow flat arser, I can say it to you. We're not believers of the flat world theory, but we are members of the flat arse society. If any of you guys and girls out there have flat arses, you know our pain. I spend my time looking at booty videos, being like, oh, look at that girl's arse. Oh, look at that girl's arse. So I have been doing the squats and my ass is so sore today that I found it really hard to sit down. Now, Will might have the same problem, but for a different reason. Now we're going to get back to the story.
2: Got eaten with a flat roof like my ass. Oh! <laughs> No, Annie, we don't. You've been in three times this week. Anyway. (coughs) She felt trapped. She couldn't simply impose on neighbours with two small children every time she witnessed something in the house. Jackie was also terrified people would think she had lost her mind and that her children may be taken from her. This was not the last time she would see the entity. One evening, watching TV, she saw a dark mist enter an open window and disappear. Concerned, she went to check on her sleeping children, who shared a bedroom. Baby Samantha was asleep in her cot, and her son Jamie was fast asleep on the top tier of the bunk beds. However, someone else was in the room. As Jackie turned to leave, she looked over her shoulder, and there on the bottom bunk of Jamie's bed was a man with the same menacing face she had seen in the attic, The figure sat with his legs crossed, wearing a flannel vest and high-waisted pants. She described them as having evil red eyes, and then disappeared. I, like, also I think he might have been a bit of a camp man.
3: No. (laughs) Like, the legs crossed
2: and be like, ooh, bitch. Boo, bitch. Boo.
3: Flannel vest. (laughs) First, first, bitch. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Boo bitch, gonna get you bitch. And he's wearing like red contact lenses.
3: Yeah, no, it wasn't an actual red eye. He was just after trying that pink eyeshadow thing that's been really in for the last while. And it just mm. looked like he just start, ended up looking a bit conjunctivitis But he was just trying out the season's new look.
2: Basically, it was Jeffree mm-hmm. Star.
3: Looking for a makeover, bitch.
2: <laughs> Ooh, Star bitch! I'm gonna put a bit bunk. of rouge on you. I'm gonna put a bit bitch, of rouge on you.
3: If I saw Jeffrey Star sitting on my child's bunk bed, I'd be fairly fucking scared.
2: The experience unsettled Jackie Hernandez so much that she enlisted the help of parapsychologist Barry Taff. Taff was an experienced investigator, well known for his involvement in the Doris Bitter case in the mid seventies. And frequently was seen on television at the time. On the 8th of August 1989, Taff and his team began their investigation. Here is their report. Upon arriving at 593 West 11th Street, San Pedro, the home of Jackie Hernandez, a pungent scent could be smelt throughout the house. The smell seemed to be more prominent in the attic. Large thumping sounds and scratching could be heard by the whole team and myself. These seemed to be emanating from the attic. Upon entering the attic, a general feeling of unease was felt. My photographer, Jeff Wheatcraft, began taking photos of the attic. After a few photos, the camera was snatched out of his hand and strewn across the attic. (gasps) We descended immediately. After some moments, we re-entered the attic and found the camera on the floor with the lenses separated. My colleague Jeff WeeCraft took a sample of the blood-like ooze. Analysis of this sample showed that it had traces of male's blood with high copper and iodine content. After this investigation, Jackie stayed in contact with Barry Taff. Hey Barry, bitch. What you up to, bitch? (laughs) Still got my ghost, bitch. (laughs) Boo. On the twenty eighth of August, just a few weeks after the investigation had taken place, Jackie called Taff hysterical. She claimed that objects had been thrown aggressively around the house, and that while tidying up the mess she was attacked and choked to the point where she struggled to breathe. <gasps> Taff and his team returned within hours and reported seeing little orbs of light and hearing the snapping of fingers. <laughs> I love this, like snapping a finger back like,
3: over here, bitch! Boo! <laughs> <laughs> this is such a campy bitch This is and like over here Over here bitch
2: As a side note um, I would just like to come out on the podcast And say that I cannot snap my fingers And never have been able to Fun fact about Will: what? Well. What Upon the? Sorry what? Upon their descent from the attack Taff heard Wheatcraft scream In agony Taff used his flash of his camera to illuminate the dark attic and saw Weecraft had a cord of wire wrapped around his neck and was pinned to a beam. Uh, Weecraft needed assistance to release himself and immediately left the attic. This was all too much for Jackie Hernandez. In September 1989, she moved to a trailer park in Weldon, California. Jackie hoped that this would be the end of the haunting and for a few months, it was until April 1990 first Jackie heard scratching noises then orbs were seen frequently black mist would float in and out of the trailer the activity slowly built until later that month her daughter's bedspread randomly set alight again Jackie's friends witnessed the occurrences one evening Jim and Janice Sobert were helping Jackie move a television when they claimed to witness the following.
3: Well, me and Janice were moving the TV and after we did sat down for a moment, then Janice developed a strange look on her face and pointed to the TV. There on the blank TV screen, which was turned off by the way, was a reflection of an old man with evil red eyes. Then he simply vanished. We got the hell out of there.
2: Jackie contacted Taff one more time and decided to try and contact the spirit with the aid of a Ouija board. Jackie, her friend Tina Lawler, Taff and Weecraft all took part, setting up cameras to record the session. Immediately, the table started shaking and the planchette moved violently from letter to letter. Taff first asked, how many spirits are here today? The reply spelled out, phantoms, phantoms, Fill the skies around you. Why did you attack Jeff in the attic? They asked next. The reply spelled out Because you look like my killer. <coughs> they soon learned that the spirit had been murdered by a man called Charles Pearson. A man they later found out to be a suspect in the killing of two people, Herman Hendrickson or John Damon. Pearson was never prosecuted. Could one of these victims be the spurs haunting Jackie, searching for justice and caught in rage? Eventually, Jackie moved house again, and again, and eventually the haunting stopped. But it's worth noting that no tenant ever stays too long at 593 West 11th Street, San Pedro, California. It has now moved on to Annie in Cork. (laughs)
3: Don't you even joke about that shit bitch we That's right bitches
2: This is a two part episode
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would just like to point out That she wasn't safe in the trailer park So there goes my fucking escape plan She went Mm. to the trailer park No Asher in the trailer park Yoke follows her Why is it following her? Why is it following her? Oh god
2: I think our problem here is electronics I think they travel through the electronics television you see travel through so sh- you
3: she brought the TV with her she should have yeah. thrown that shit out and got a new I higher, think, higher purchase TV
2: I think what happened was right that Jackie was just like I'm getting the hell out of here so then she found a new trailer park or she found a trailer park to go to and then she was just like oh okay better bring my television and the ghost was like this Ooh, bitch! I'm gonna hide, and I'm gonna come out and get you in your new trailer, bitch. And then he dipped into the television and was just like creeping in the television and was like, "I'm laying low, gonna watch some TV until this bitch and get it until our <laughs> friends come around. I'm gonna <laughs> pop up like boo, bitch, boo." And that's what he did.
3: And if you look real carefully when you're watching Real Housewives of Orange County, you'll see mm-hmm. him sitting behind them. You'll see him sitting behind them in the shot. He'll just be sitting at the next table in the bar or whatever, looking. Probably. <laughs>
2: Yeah, imagine he was in every TV show And she just was obliviously yeah. Like oblivious to it And he was just in the background Like staring at her be like Hey bitch Living there Living in the shows
3: And they'll be in like Dr. Doctor Pimple Popper Will be there squeezing <laughs> Squeezing a big fucking blackhead And he'll pop up And he'll be like Hey bitch Oh my god I would just like to say that you didn't warn me that there was demons in this and especially demons that travel with you so now no, Well it's not a demon Sorry it's not a
2: demon What What the
3: fuck is it then?
2: It's a spirit of a man who was murdered and he was in a fit of revenge and rage he just took it out on Jackie
3: he goes around fucking choking people and setting setting fire to kids' bedspreads. That's yeah, a demon in my eyes.
2: Well, like if you were dead, Annie, um, you could be the ghost of a person who slaps you across the face. Like when you slapped me across the face with that chicken burger, I'll never forget. I'll never. Will forget.
3: you ever stop mentioning that time twenty years ago when I slapped you across the face? You were you were asking for it. Bitch was asking for it. I can't remember why, but
2: says to move on and we will we'll move on to the next section which is called
4: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers
1: Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes.
0: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase.
1: Burrow's furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind.
3: Hi guys, I am here to answer your questions and give you really bad advice so you can go fuck your life up already more than you did.
2: Annie, we had a great response to our Ask Annie Anything call out Hmm. that we put up on our Instagram and we're going to have to ration these these questions out. So I have two for you today. (laughs) The first one, Annie, is... Would you rather go into the past and meet your ancestors or go into the future and meet your great, great grandchildren?
3: Peach, I ain't got no kids and there ain't no kids coming up. So I would like, oh, I know I'd really like to go to the past. And and any question that you ask me about past or future, I'm always going to say past. And I would love to go back to to say like medieval times and see where my ancestors lived but judging by (laughs) judging by like where I came where I come from in Ireland like if they were still living in the same place they're probably living under a tree in a field somewhere and don't (laughs) have language don't really have language yes
2: I'd say you go back and you'd be like oh my god I wonder you know like I wonder what they were like I'm sure they were like Kings and queens or something—I don't know—and then you go back, and then it's just like your, like your, like ancestor, and she's like this:
3: "Give you a blowy for two shillings,"
2: <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "What are you looking at? Don't have any teeth, gummy blow job." <laughs>
3: Oh, yeah, because you would have lost your teeth by the age of 25 back <laughs> yeah. then, anyway. So, you know, you would have. Uh, well, from my dad's side of the family, absolutely, we were like that. But my mum's side of the family was actually uh, descended from the butlers of Butler's Castle in Pikenny. And I'm actually. What were they? The
2: toilet attendants.
3: Toilet attendants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were the people with the rag on a stick that wiped yeah. the king's bum.
2: Oh, I Do you up. know
3: will that one of the most prestigious jobs you could have in the king's court He's was chambermaid. to be
2: Splitless?
3: yeah and you, you were literally well you were you weren't a maid because you were a man if you if you worked in his court in the king's court but one of the most prestigious jobs you could have and it was really really well respected was the man who wiped the king's arse with a rag on a stick
2: Oh, very don'ty. So, um,
3: I'm hoping that my lo- long lost um, relatives mm. old relatives were were one of those guys with the rag and the stick. Who was basically an ass
2: wiper. Yeah. Listen, well, listen here. After um, pitching it, it has been a very prestigious job. So, oh, I, bitch, bow, I, I, I bow I down to know. thee.
3: I'm not like you from no peasantry.
2: <laughs> Excuse me, bitch. I did my um, ancestor DNA, ancestry DNA, and um, this bitch is zero point nine percent South American. Pocahontas is in me. Would
3: you, <laughs> Elizabeth Warren? Would you ever fuck off? Next I question, please.
2: Anyway, Pocahontas wasn't in South America. Anyway, I just think she was. Anyway, next question is comes in from Dan at 50p Movie Club and real-life ghost stories fame. Hello, Dan. hi, our friend, Dan. Hi. Dan says, you're both out walking in the forest on a summer's evening. You're walking along, chatting about Will's latest wax melts, when suddenly you realise that you're lost and it's really dark. What would be your biggest fear in this scenario?
3: Um. My biggest fear in this scenario is that not only am I going to have to find our way out of the woods by orienteering by the stars, I'm going to have to build us a shelter for the night, but I'm going to have a whining bitching gay man giving out about the drizzle affecting his perm while I do it. Nothing about the woods is going to scare me, but Will's reaction to being outside for a night in in like the in the elements... And of course, Will's only after wearing like a very light chic like jacket from, I, I don't know, like All Saints or something like that, because he thinks it's real like fetch. But of course, he hasn't like wrapped up to go to the woods. So I'm also going to have to lie on top of him for the night and keep him warm with my body warmth. And then he's going to well, fall in love with me.
2: In my defense, Dan did say that it's in the summertime. So why would I do that?
3: Because it's still going to get really cold in the woods in summertime at nighttime, bitch.
2: Do you know what my biggest fear would be? It would be Uh, good. Good luck to to you, Uh, you fucking old bitch! You fucking (laughs) old
3: bitch! Did Dan ask you? No, Dan asked Danny. Dan asked Danny. So Dan, um, I'm going to have to tune in
2: next week, where I'll answer this (laughs) question
3: for my perspective. (laughs) Uh, Protecting a very vulnerable, weak member of the tribe on the night—that's what's really going to. That's what's really going to um, Hmm. uh, worry me. But because you know what, I always wanted to go on one of those like. what was that show like back in the day where they put you uh, Survivor? What was
2: Oh like, Annie? Survivor? That is not for yeah, you.
3: It it totally is for me. I would it's, so survive longer than you, bitch.
2: I no, no no no. No, I no. would.
3: I'd be able to build a shelter. I'd be able to make. A <laughs> fire. I fucking would. I would. Uh,
2: uh, yeah, and it'd be on Sky News. It'd be like. Hit TV show Survivor was shut down today after Annie Gantz had fired to the whole crew <laughs> <laughs> and burnt all her clothes with <laughs> resulting into her running naked through the jungle. <laughs> she was rescued hours later <laughs> not aware of her surroundings, Quine she had she had urinated on herself and there was a foul odor. <laughs> Now, Annie, that's the end of that segment. But I hear something coming into my... Oh, a beep, 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 Something I mean, oh, I'm going to have to... Hold oh, no, on, I'll get right by the anchor <laughs> desk. Oh, oh my God. We've got a gripping story. We've got a gripping story. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the internet went to a friend... The internet went into a... Sorry. The, I'll get started there in a minute. <laughs> you kind of have to start this like a horse racing. And if you don't get the right footing on it, your that's you're it. Mass yeah. mass uh, viewers turn off. Yeah. The internet went to a, into a fr- the internet went into a frenzy on Tuesday after Euronews News resurfaced a 2016 study about scientists teaching spinach plants to detect explosives and send emails. <laughs> the study <laughs> titled. Literally money down the drain. uh. (laughs) The study, titled Nitroamic Detection and Infrared Communication from Wild-Type Plants Using Plant Nanobionics, Bionics, was originally published in the journal Nature Materials. Plant nanobionics refers to the scientific practice of altering plants with extremely small particles to give them new abilities. This sounds fucking Stranger Things like. What? The, s- the study in the uh, in the study, researchers from MIT and the University of Color. Cali- uh, oh my God! From MIT and the University of California Riverside, embedded tiny sensors made of carbon nanotubes into spinach leaves, so they could detect nano uh, n- nitro ad- oh this is very hard uh, news story to read today <laughs> folks and it is live television these things happen listen I am beautiful but I don't have everything I don't have everything I am a little bit dyslexic and I'm coming out <laughs> live on air today <laughs> so they could detect nano amaratic compounds which are often found in explosives once the roots came into the contact with these compounds, the sensors in the leaves is, issued a fluorescent signal that was used to detect that was detected by an infrared camera attached to a small computer that sent researchers an email alert. Plants are very good analytical chemists. MIT Michael Strando, one of the authors behind the study, told Euronews they have an extensive root network into the soil are constantly sampling groundwater and they have a way to self-power the transport of that water up to the leaves strano added that leaves could already detect oncoming droughts as well as subtle changes in soil and water and plant nanobionic research could be extremely useful in the near future in detecting pollutants and combating environmental changes although the study was conti- hmm. Hmm. although the study was conducted back in 2016 spinach and email began trending across social media on tuesday as your news revival of the power of plants went viral oh bitch that oh, bitch is gonna bitch. send you some spam email.
3: <laughs> I love that. I just think that Very that's interesting. I would love someone other than the bank to email me about being overcharged on things because I didn't have enough money in my account. I would love the spinach to send me an email and be like, "How y'all doing? <laughs> what? What's just here, growing,
2: sampling. And you'd be water. writing back and "How be y'all a- doing? this is you you're writing back to me. hello my name is danny gang looking for one friend just one
3: you'd be like <laughs> um are you single you fucking prick absolute dog i would just like to say if anybody <laughs> out there is worried about money and how much money there is in the world and the fact that they mightn't have any i always think about things like this and be like Somebody is getting paid to research this bullshit and there you are worrying about how much your shopping costs at Aldi. Oh,
2: so I thought you were going to say like, I'm there. going to give you money. If you want money, let me know. I was just like, Jesus, she's putting my hand in the pocket.
3: No, I will. I'll pay it forward when I become solvent. I uh, 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 here um, pissing, and against, the wind.
2: pissing <laughs> against the wind.
3: No, it's never going
2: to happen. No, it's Not never going this to happen.
3: Never, never going to get it. <laughs> You're still thinking about me cuddling up to you in the in the makeshift tent that I'm after making for the night and keeping you warm with my bosoms. Are you thinking about I that? I would
2: rather cuddle up to a dead fox's corpse <laughs> than have you latched onto me, sucking my energy out of me just with your presence. I can't believe that we got into this contract and have to do this show together for the next 22 years.
3: (laughs) Just to break even.
2: (laughs) I should never have signed that contract when I was on the the influence. You fucking old bitch.
3: I own your soul, bitch. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And now Will's going to tell you where you can find us on the socials.
2: Search mysteries of the unexplained, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. You can find us on all the coolest hot jams um, on social media, guys. Um, So you can find us on Mysteries of the Unexplained pod on Instagram. You can find our lovely little Facebook group, which is Mysteries of the Unexplained, where we talk shite. And um, you can also send in your stories If you want us to read out anything at all Your shopping list Your weird experiences With your family, friends mm-hmm. Something that happened at the bus stop Or maybe a ghost said "boot you And you can send them into M-O-T-U stories at gmail.com And we will read them out
3: and Oh we will yeah. We've got all the time in the world bitch Nobody's got a job around here
2: I actually run a business Annie
3: Oh wait, I do too.
2: This, this, like sometimes I just wonder about you. Why? (laughs) Just wondering, like, how do you walk even? (laughs) How do you, like I wouldn't trust you to make a cup of tea this this weather because I think, you know, hot water and you and kettles and I just would be a bit concerned. Don't tell me, do you have (laughs) gas in the house? Is there gas in the house? No, it's an oh, electric thank cob God, and it's got thank one of those child
3: safety things on it. So thank yeah. God, because that would yeah. have been
2: that would have been Dave
0: boom. Says,
3: uh, Dave, Dave says I'm only allowed to have it up at two unless he's in the house, and i um, he's mm. gone out now, so I'm going <laughs> to oh go God. down, crank it up to
2: nine. <laughs> <laughs> He'll walk in and the back of your dressing gown will be up in flames. he would be uh, like, sure.
3: "Hey, yeah." I actually have set a dressing gown on fire right before. I just would like to say to everybody out there if you don't get them at places like Pennies, where most people get your dressing gowns, or house coats, as they like to call them up the north and in England, I really just don't understand that. Um, they're highly flammable. Be careful.
2: <laughs> Join us for more Mysteries of the Unexplained <laughs> next week, guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
3: No, you didn't finish that properly. That's not the way we finish it.
2: Oh, splain, 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 splain. Are you going to join in or what? Splain, splain, (laughs) splain, (laughs) splain, splain. Splain, (laughs) splain.